Downloading latest intel package. Welcome back. I was getting worried about you. Agent Academy, episode 12, recorded on January 23rd, 2018. I am Agent Soho. And I am Agent Goonie Guy. And today we've got a special guest with us today. Who's that? A comedian, ingress legend, Agent Incredible Hulk, a.k.a. Hello, hello. Well, cool. It's awesome to have you on the show. Um, you, You kind of taught us how to play years ago when I got into it you're you were the only one on YouTube you kind of still are really um, teaching everyone and with guides and kind of the ultimate beginners guide I remember to ingress and, and all that good stuff and we finally got you on the show this is really cool yeah back in my day we didn't have these YouTube videos teaching you how to play you had to put on your sneakers and do it the hard way <laughs> right Awesome. So, and you are uh, uh, enlightened as well. So we're all enlightened here. Yes. Yeah. I, I I won't faction change to make it equal, despite people insisting I should for fun. But it's uh, a solid solid green party for now. I even got the green screen behind me. Uh, I would like to offer to anyone Photoshop almost whatever you would like behind my head. It's a it's a our Photoshop battle going on <laughs> live. What can what can you put behind me? All right. Awesome. Challenge Can't accepted. <laughs> Uh-oh. I guess we'll just uh, get right into the show. If people don't know who you are, they should. If they're following Ingress at all, follow this man on YouTube. Uh, your channel is Colin3000. Yeah. Is correct? Mm-hmm. My original Ingress name before I changed it. And uh, so uh, so describe kind of what, what, you, what you do, what you do on, on YouTube. So I've been doing instructionals for Ingress now. Uh, it's tapered off a little bit because there's a lot of stuff that we're waiting for 2.0 to come out. But essentially, it's everything from the basics uh, for with a 101 series, a 101 and 102 that covers, you know, for players that are just starting, the questions like how to walk to how to make uh, a basic field, the the basics of mods, um, things like that, to a little bit more experienced stuff. So there's uh, there's a multi-layered fielding video that I messed up because I used to film them while drinking. Um, <laughs> and then a pro tip series that for me, the pro tips was the thing that I loved the most in, in making them. And I'm waiting out on on a few of them to see if they still work in ingress 2.0 that are that are backlogged but what what made that great was it was collectively all of the agents from around the world were were sending me their their personal tips and so everyone would always say like oh how you don't know ingress as well as me it's like well then what do you know that i don't know let's tell everyone let's so it wasn't necessarily me telling people this secret about ingress it was the community telling people about these secret quick awesome tips that ended up helping out a lot of agents usually there's at least one per episode that i tried to make sure was in there that even level 16 agents wouldn't uh wouldn't know most of them wouldn't know so it was wow. just trying to make the trying to make the ingress community a little bit of a better place i like i like to think of ingress as chess um in and the sense of i don't want to play against someone who's not good at chess it doesn't become fun I, you know, I don't want to keep everything a secret because I would much rather have it be this battle of wits than me just constantly knocking over this other guy's pawn. I mean, that's fun once or twice, but, you know, if you are playing it for years, eventually you're like, oh, well, I'm not really doing anything new. This is just, I just roll in and destroy a pineapple level one with no shields on it. And there's no point to this. So, <laughs> want some competition. Exactly. So you've, you've the been game. playing for a, a long time. Uh, what got you into Ingress? <clears throat> it was an article in Engadget originally, went back when it was in the days of beta. 
and I, I had submitted for the, the bait off of that. And it was, that was back when you had to wait a few months to join because they were, they were backlogged in the invite and it actually happened to come at just the perfect time for me. Um, my friend was in the hospital. I have a, a post, uh, a video called my 16 that I, I share a little bit of the story, but my friend was in the hospital, um, in, in a coma. And I, I had driven uh, up to Portland where I, where I was raised to, to be there next to her uh, the entire time. And the doctors kept going like, you need to get out. Like, cause I, I was sleeping by her like bedside, like 23 hours a day. And they're like, you need to get out and do things for your own mental health. And then the ingress invite came through and it was like, oh, they told me to go out and take a walk. I'll go and explore this game. And so it became not only an addiction, but literally like this mental reprieve while I'm staying with my friend in the hospital. So it kind of in, in my in, in some way saved my life because otherwise it would have gone beyond crazy. Uh, so and you said you uh, you changed your name from uh, Colin 3K to uh, Incredible Hulk. Was that uh, to defy being called a frog or was there another reason? <laughs> It was, I'd had the column, I call 3000 is the moniker I use on pretty much everything. Uh, cause it's never, it's never taken. Um, I know that if it exists, it's me, but, <laughs> and so I just signed up to ingress with that. But then after a while of playing, I was like, well, I'm green and I smash things. So I'm going to go, I'm going to change this up and go with incredible Hulk. And the normal spelling was taken. So I had to do the, the, where you capitalize letters and lowercase other letters in order to get it. So the, uh, the elves in Incredible Hulk are actually capital I's. So I'm sure some other person who hasn't played in years, they're like level seven uh, for years, is just getting pinged probably once or twice a day <laughs> for stat checks. But, they're like, this dude's only level six. Why, yeah, why is like, he what? telling us how to play? <laughs> he doesn't even have like a, a single Onyx badge. You know, I, I get that too because um, I'm Soho. But I chose zeros for O's, and it yeah. always gets people because that's not very intuitive. You would never th- really think that first. And and uh, the other Soho, I think he is green, but he's like level two, and he stopped playing years ago. <laughs> it's like, wow, this guy's a fraud, you know. <laughs> well, I did yeah. the same. I did Looney Lie, and I used G's instead of L's, and now everybody calls me Goonie Guy. It's really odd, but <laughs> I don't know. What about the silent L's? <laughs> Freak. So, uh, uh, so you were enlightened. So tell us how, how did, it, uh, enlightened choose you? I, uh, I didn't have anyone that I was coming in to play through, uh, at that point in time. So I was literally looking at those two paragraphs mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I understand there's variations of why people choose one or the other. For me, it was more the sense I've always been a person who likes seeking knowledge and trying to move on to, to the next step and constantly evolve and better myself. And so that, that idea behind the enlightened was that it was trying to advance humanity, um, was, was what I really picked up on. And the thing where I was like, yeah, let's, let's improve. Uh, let's get better. Now it turns out the world went the exact opposite way, but that is not my fault. <laughs> I tried to advance it. Wow. Okay, cool. Our, ours is uh, kind of boring. Cause like we just had a friend who was green and was like, Hey, let's play the game. Join green. I was like, okay. So it's like, hmm. But that's the uh, way a lot of like people end up doing it. Uh, (laughs) and it's cause I've got, I've got, I don't know how many, I never use the recruiter link, so I don't have the recruiter badge, but I have my Eve badge, which was three Apple players. And then at least another seven or eight players that I've recruited to, to enlighten in, in one way or another. 
some of them it was just like, listen, I'm I'm dating you, and this is important to me. If you're playing, you have to be green because we can't play. <laughs> so I know, yeah. How could you even be in the same car with someone who's not the same color? I mean, that's that's odd. That's awkward. Yeah, it becomes an awkward. Yeah, it becomes an odd moment where and chats recently been talked popped up about win trading, and it's like when you're a couple, that's really difficult. Like some people are like, well, we have to switch off. Like you drive, I play. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so speaking of uh, driving around, do you have any good stories involving the police? Like, uh, uh, you know, explaining it, yourself or getting pulled over, any any kind <coughs> of good stories? I uh, used to talk to the police. I want to say it was about two or three times a week. And that was kind of, I ended up, um, there's an episode called Ingress Ambassador. And it's because I got so used to explaining the game to police officers that it was like, okay, here's my, my go-to. Let's explain this, 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 you know, it's never really much of a problem most of the time when the police officers are trying to figure out what you're doing, it's cause like you're, you're parked at an odd angle, um, in the middle of a grassy field because <laughs> you didn't want to walk. No, I, I didn't do that one. Um, but, you know, like you'll be parked outside of a park and most of them are nice. Every once in a while you get that grumpy uh, police officer. I had one that I remember I was in um, Huntsville, Utah, uh, which is across the mountains. And it's a park. And like all the parking is on the outside of the park. And there's also parking across the street. And I was parked in the parking on the outside of the park in order because there's this portal and I was there and he's like, yeah, you can't park here. You have to park on the opposite side of the street because the park's closed. You can't even park along the side of the street. And I was like, okay. And that's about the grumpiest guy I've run into. But he's he's like a sheriff of a town with like 2,000 people. So he really had nothing else to do. But <laughs> did, he, did he ask you about the Labradoodle in the backseat? Uh, I didn't have. I've, tr- I've played a lot of Ingress with a dog in a car, but it's usually a golden retriever. <laughs> <laughs> He he enjoys it. He does not have his own account. Dogs aren't allowed to play either. That's right. Uh, not many make it to thirteen, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, have- unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> around level around level eleven, they get hip dysplasia and it just all goes downhill from there. <laughs> they can't walk. They don't have their tracker badge anymore. But speaking of retrievers, and this is an epic segue here. But people retrieving data. Uh, do you think it's like cheating to record your own data that you find? in like spreadsheets and things like that. And then even more pass it around to other people on your team and search that data in the future. I think it just depends on, on how it is done. Um, you know, all of these things that are being done uh, for the most part that are controversial are automated systems. And when we think about most things, when you're competing against it's, it, we'll, if you look at things like Google's new deep mind AI, mm-hmm. and let's say that you and I are both playing the game go against each other. We're skilled competitors. I love that chess element of we have this skilled competitor, but then the other person is they're not actually they're using deep minds AI and then getting the data from that. It's not a one-on-one. It's not a fair fight because it's not human against human. And I mean you could say, well, we can both pit AIs against each other and then it'll be fair. But what if we're in a tournament that says you can't use any AIs? And that's essentially what Ingress is, is, you know, we, these automated tools do give an unfair advantage compared to, uh, you know, a manual data collection. Uh, when I was watching the episode uh, that you guys did with Andrew, he talked about how, you know, he'd record on clipboards back in the old days. I used to do very similar things. I've done so much data collection of like figuring out hack app outputs and things like that, where you're manually inputting it in. And, and that's, that's much more of a human versus human. And that's where you can up your human level. But as soon as you kind of cross this line into 
we're using, um, even if they are accessible to everyone, if you're using a tool that gives you an unfair advantage that is against the terms of service of the game, that is a different situation. If it's allowed in the terms of service, that's fine. I mean, that's that's agreed upon. But once we've agreed upon a set of rules, which we all do when we sign up, we click the terms of service. If you're playing Ingress, you click the terms of service. We agree to a set of rules. Let's play by those same set of rules. Yeah, and we, we talked about... Um the goldfish thing in Australia that came out uh, over the past week or so a lot last week. And um, I guess we had, from what we had read and what the people who ran it said that they were talking about it was uh, man, manual entry, but later on, like going in and reading comments and, and seeing some screenshots of stuff, it, it does not appear that it was, I mean, it doesn't seem like there was any way they could have done what they did manually. So we'll get to a lot of those comments in the uh, comms, comms, comms section later. <laughs> well, there's, there's a, there's a, an old judgment on Supreme court uh, where the judge was trying to define porn. And I think it almost applies in this situation where he, he said, uh, when I, I know it when I see it. And there's a lot of times you see that data and you're like, okay, there's no way you can manually collect that. Like you just kind of, if you've been playing Ingress long enough, you know, you're like, how do you know that portal capture date? That's, that's an interesting, this is, they used to have the portal capture date on the Intel map itself, but that was removed like four years ago. So if you know that you, you either have zero life and you're recording, you're sitting there every single day recording every single portal capture, or it's probably not uh, a manual collection of data. Yeah, and keeping it updated, like, hey, I just capped that an hour ago, and it's already updated in your spreadsheet. Like, I'm going to call yeah. some BS on that. Yeah. yeah, unless you only have one portal in your town, and then <laughs> right, <laughs> that's and it's that one weak site where it's just you—that's the only person in the database. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh well, no guardian for me. It's interesting that that we we uh, are so advanced as a as a being that we have rules such as you're allowed to use your brain, but not an artificial brain. Right. Mm -hmm. So to me in this game or any game from now on, they, it needs to scale to our technology. So what I mean is like games should be able to uh, be fun and be competitive (coughs) with our brains and artificial brains because us as humans, we're going to just keep pushing the envelope. Like if we're not smart enough, we're, we're going to work on a program that is smart enough. So I think with Ingress Prime and looking into the future, they should have the knowledge of, you know, they should have the realization that humans will use tools to advance um, their competitive edge, you know? So how do they remove that data, really, I think is what it comes down to, too. So people can't use that data, you know, against other people and track people and and do some um, really kind of devious things that are even go beyond playing the game. And I, I mean, I agree, people are going to try to do uh, what they can, but that's why I think they need to crack down on it and really remove the gray areas and the rules. So yeah. the people who don't want to screw up, don't accidentally screw up. Um, right. One thing I, I would say, and, and this, this is going to be really tricky for the next decade in AI coming in gaming though, is at a certain point, then every game will become who's the best coder, not who's the best at this game. Because yeah. let's say I invent some AI that I am the only person using and it automatically does everything for me. And I'm all of a sudden able to let's, you know, for uh, on any of the first person shooters, you know, it, the, the things where you can shoot through walls and like perfectly align from all the way across the map, then there's no human skill involved. So it, that that's going to be a tricky point where we figure out if we do allow these tools in, 
or with some sort of API access, how do you also limit what their API access is to still keep it in the range where human skill is the major component versus who is the best at Python? Because that's not me. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and it's like, um, speaking of like the shooters, like I've been playing um, PUBG a lot lately and they've just recently opened it up to China. And all of a sudden, if you play on the, the <laughs> Asian servers, there's every other game you're getting killed by a hacker. And it's like, now they have it where you can like view the kill and you're like, that dude just shot me through a mountain with a shotgun. Like that's not possible. Precisely. And so it's like with ingress kind of opening up ingress to China. And if it's on the, you know, the same thing, <laughs> there might be some more worries there, or hopefully they'll lock down the, the data. Um, but even in the future, when we're all getting driven around by robots and cars, will that be breaking the TOS when we're hacking and the cars just driving us from portal to portal? Hmm. Does it need a, um, need a rule for that? I'd have, to re- I'd have to review that specifically. I believe that it's okay underneath everything that uh, I've seen in TOS. Sweet. <laughs> it's like having a bus driver. Having a bus driver isn't illegal. Right. Right. Well, then I still want to do that. Do like a party bus where you just you get twenty people, everybody throws in twenty bucks, and you yeah, drink and beer ingress while it's just taking you around in your downtown and stuff. We've done that uh, a few different times here in, in the Salt Lake area. Salt Lake has a lot of players per capita, and I, lo- I love this area. I love the people. Um, and we did a party bus. There was the there was the one section of anomalies where um, there was Niantic took a quarter off when the entire alphabet shuffle happened. So I coordinated with, uh, it was Matilde Tusperti, um, Vicky Allen, a few other people. And we threw our own anomaly in Cebu, Philippines, and in, oh man, I'm, uh, in, in Mexico. I can't remember the city in Mexico. And it was actually a player-run anomaly. And I was on the party bus upside down on a, it's, it's Utah, so they call it a s- stabilization pole. Uh, like shooting off uh, um, scrambled uh portal locations to people while also hacking in, in like one so like one hand on my phone like i was like on telegram shooting over something and the other one i was like hacking upside down on a stabilization pole <laughs> so you can have some crazy fun in ingress if you know how to do it right <laughs> and you get a party bus we need that That's video awesome. I'll be in. <laughs> yeah. there is photos of it and i might i might send those over if i can find them there we go that sounds like <laughs> yeah. a plan and yeah. uh, you want to go ahead and move on into the next segment? Sit rep. Sit rep. Let's do it. Let's do some sit rep. Let's see what happened this week in the situation report, uh, the news and events and uh, what we've been up to. I did want to circle back around from last week. Uh, the sit rep for the Operation Freya was released, and we'll link to that in the show notes. And it lists all the people that were involved with that that huge, glorious triangle, um, layers and layers of triangles over Tennessee and Alabama. Um, and so big props to uh, everybody involved, um, it, mainly um, one of the fielding groups. I mean, Aurora uh, did an incredible job. They couldn't this wouldn't be possible without an, a group like this. So uh, big props to all of them and let me be involved with that. Cool. And uh, next is the Circle K. I don't know if you've had any run-ins at the Circle K, Colin, but they I don't still have Circle Ks here. What? Yeah, well, you might be there's, lucky. There's none in the entire state of Utah. Hmm. Well, but you're a traveling man. I've seen you've been on tour for the past year. It seems like 
with uh, true. There was there was a Circle K. I think I was just uh, driving out of Tucson this last week, and there was one there. But I was like, I'm, I've got other things I need to worry about versus you know a few extra weapons <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or no weapons. So I've been going to Circle K, uh, and I get my lunch drink there, and then I go to the restaurant next door and, and get my lunch every a few times a week or. Not lately, but used to. And uh, during December, it stopped giving me codes when they switched hmm. over to the new um, way they did it for December. And then when they switched it back, it just won't give me codes anymore. Doing the same thing I've always done. And I can't get response from them, like from Circle K. And I feel like it's their issue and not ingresses. So I don't want to be like, hey, uh, Andrew, where's my Because he's already given us codes for the show <laughs> to give out, which we'll get <laughs> later. Um. But yeah, so Circle K, there's people posting in our uh, videos that they're not they're not coming to Circle K until until you start giving the codes out again to me. So <laughs> that's the way you got to get them because otherwise they'll be like, uh, listen, we we like one person set this up as a thing with we don't know. We're focused on figuring out how to get Slim Jims for a penny cheaper. Right. <laughs> we we don't know what's going on there. <laughs> not the Circle K isn't wonderful people. I assume. He doesn't know. They're not around. I, I know. Yeah. Bring some Circle K's here. I know your guys' history. <laughs> and then this next one. Let's see. Next AMA. Yeah, the next AMA uh, with Krug will be on February 5th. So everybody get your questions ready. On the 5th, that is, uh, is that like next Monday? No, that's uh, in two weeks from now so his his one th- once a month regimen yeah. from here on out so make it a good make it a good question because <laughs> you know once every 30 days which I'm, I'm actually glad that he switched it up uh like that so you can get better information versus also mm-hmm. uh, trying to ca- if you try to catch up on the amas and read back through everything um, there's there's a wonderful sorted list that's available, but if you just go and look at the actual MMAs, you're like, I can't. This is hard to make heads or tails of this information. So once a month with more defined questions. Also, less chances for trolling. Right. <laughs> yeah. Or a month to think of a really, really good troll, because those are okay. <laughs> uh, well, now I have a new goal. I have a new goal to work on. We'll see if we can get Andrew behind a green screen or in front of one. Behind it doesn't really help out. Then he's just doing like a ghost. Ooh. Maybe I'm here, maybe I'm not. Uh, also, quantum capsules have uh, started dropping, if you believe uh, screenshots that some people are, are showing. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I, I haven't seen it happen yet, but, um, you know, you, it's hard to just believe every, every screenshot in Reddit or G plus that, that goes uh, in there. But um, maybe. So be on the lookout and let us know. You know, even if you let us know, we wouldn't know for sure. We gotta, we gotta do it ourselves. So go out there and hack and see, see what happens. Well, and if you look at if if it's about the same as the MUFG hack rate, you know, you're looking at like 500 to 1,000 hacks before you pop one up. So you, we should see them popping up soon. But also, you know, depending on how much you're hacking, I think most people with their average hack rate, it's going to take them like a week or two. And then others lunchtime. Two quantum capsules. what i'm interested to see is if there is there's supposed to be the same but i'm curious to see if there's a difference in output rates because i'm a data nerd and i was tracking Mm -hmm. mufgs 
and we had the data and I was about to release the episode and then they changed the data. Uh, <laughs> They've done that like three times on MUFGs. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm now waiting till 2.0. I'm like, I don't, I want to make sure they don't change anything for 2.0 to have like a higher output rate, which would be nice, fingers crossed, to have to go back to the higher rate. But I understand why they dropped it because of VRLAs are a little, you don't want to have too many of those floating around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When people are dropping, hey, here's, here's 800 for the anomaly. Anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be yeah. painful. Uh, and I guess so. Um, our weeks of ingressing, I uh, did the AA mission today. We did a, we submitted a mission for Agent Academy in Huntsville and it's places where oh. like Eric and I met and things that we've done throughout the years ingressing. And so I went and ran and did it today and, and completed it and got my Agent Academy badge in ingress. So that was really awesome. When you said AA, I thought it was like the sobriety one. I was like, is that the opposite of beer grass? Is that like when you beer grass too much, you got to hit the AA mission? And they give you a badge too, or a medallion or something. Yeah. <laughs> a little different. I feel like the, the AA mission would take a longer time, but it would still only take, like the Trekker badge would only give you 12 steps. It's, it's <laughs> one you never finish. Yeah. <laughs> take it one day at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also I, uh, took my family out ingressing this week. They gave me some coupons for Christmas that I could force them to ingress with me. So I, I used one this weekend <laughs> and, um, no one leveled up, unfortunately, but, uh, I'm working on that. I'm, I'm ready for my crew of eights for, you know, n- next November when we have the double AP and, and hopefully double resos again, I can, if I can just run around town, making all eights everywhere and making a, a bunch of local res mad, it'd be fun. The double, the double eights was a very interesting change on the dynamic because we've seen double AP so many times before when the, the double release of double sevens and double eights, uh, that, that to me, I think is one of the biggest game change dynamics that I've seen in the last year. That those, a, a pretty bold choice from Niantic, bold relative to some of the other things they do. Um, <laughs> You know, obviously, it's not like they were like, well, suddenly you can cut through fields with XM scissors, but it was it was a pretty drastic change from the history to see them do that. So I, I'm curious to see if it happens again at the next year anniversary. And then add in the link lasers, cut through the fields. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which nice. is, so have you been playing some ingress this week, Colin? I have been pretty low. I was uh, down in Tucson this last week uh, for some stand up. Oh, no. Was it was it more than a week ago? Oh man, time! I oh. got sick while I was performing. I got I got a flu, and I was also performing with Pink Eye. Which, if you've ever been in front of bright lights, Pink Eye is exactly what you want. Because uh, apparently, I have the immune system of a toddler, uh, and it's 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 honestly my fault. I let I you know how they say you should change your contacts every month. I'm like it's about every president I change my contacts is one thing, and I, I love dogs, so I was staying with someone who had a dog. Who I just let lick me in the face, and I found out that the dog eats chicken poop, and I was like, I am doomed now. <laughs> but so I, I was half ingressing around the town, like half just coughing my way to the next location that I need to go to. But I pretty much I just took the la- the, the week after that I got back, and I was like, I'm just going to spend the time in bed doing nothing. I've already lost my uh, my sojourner badge a long time ago at 5:58. So at this point, once you lose that, you're like, eh. I don't have to hack every day. I can. Would you I can want take them to add something kind of like uh, Pokemon Go, where it was shorter, like durations to get you out every day? So, like you know, weekly, uh, and, and get more items each day or something. 
it would be nice for the for the bonus piece um, to get a little bit of a bonus on there uh, where where because that is a nice metric where at the end of the week you get a reward versus you know if you do miss one well twenty eight twenty nine ish hours on Sojourner at day three sixty four you've lost it all <laughs> yeah. which I'm not sorry not day three sixty four um, but uh, you know three fifty nine so it's it's having shorter intervals with some smaller thing. But when we look at Niantic's history of awards, and I know one of the things uh, when we were doing, uh, so in addition to the tutorials, we also did some live broadcasts for Niantic at the Anomalies, which um, they were kind enough to reach out to me and they said, we want to do a live broadcast, live coverage of it. Uh, would you do this? So we had three Anomalies where we actually covered live. Niantic um, gave me a bit of a budget. We flew out to the locations. It was fun. But one of the things I, I kept trying to request was uh, codes and trying to get a bunch of codes that we could do for on-air giveaways. And because they're worried about the in-game economy, like there was, when I was negotiating back and forth, where I was like, hey, can we get like a VRLA code thing? Uh, you know, it's there's these, there's certain limits they won't push. So I think for the rewards we'd probably see after a week would probably be something like a Circle K cube at best. Right. So it would be it'd be a nice handy little extra thing, but I think uh, as far as what they can offer on Pokemon Go for awards versus what they offer in Ingress, it wouldn't be probably the exact same level. <coughs> it would be something that's still useful, but wouldn't break the game's economy at the exact same time. So you wouldn't be getting like a fracker every week, unfortunately. Frack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, what so about be nice, Agent Soho? Uh, well, mine was kind of light too. I, I am uh, starting up a new business and had to run to, uh, the courthouse a couple times for paperwork and go to the post office about, I lost count how many times this week. So every time I win, of course, um, I'm, I'm blowing stuff up or capturing stuff or throwing wild links out into the, into the blue yonder. Hoping that was you with that 20 kilometer link. <laughs> right. And hoping nobody uh, yells at me in comms. So, uh, I just kind of sporadically just, I would end up downtown and go, Bleh. so, um, that was kind of my week. I, I didn't ever really go out of my way this week. I, it was just like, I'm on a mission to go downtown. Oh, while I'm here. So, um, so that was, um, effective, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm still level 13, so, um, slowly getting AP. Um, but, uh, uh, anyway, um, oh, I did want to ask, uh, Colin, we, we have a contest that's going right now. It's kind of mm-hmm. to guess the date and the time of when Ingress Prime is going to be released. Do you have a date and time that you think it's going to be released? So I, I don't think, um, and this is very important to me because I'm holding up on new episodes before, for Ingress Prime to come out mm-hmm. before I do, uh, do a bunch. Cause it takes, when I, when I produce an episode from start to finish, it's, it's 10 to 15 minutes that you see on screen. I do, I make sure everything is researched, which is why I had to stop doing Pokemon Go episodes because they change it so dynamically and people are releasing information wildly that was false. Um, but I always make sure everything's researched and set. So it takes about 40 hours from start to finish for one episode. So I've been holding uh, people like why, why new episodes not come out. It's like, it's because it literally takes a full week of work to get one. And I keep thinking, Oh, Ingress 2.0 is going to come out and then it'll wipe it off. All the stuff will no longer be useful. And I've been thinking that now for about since they announced it was coming out like a year ago. Wow. 
So I've been like, this date to me is something where it's like, I can finally jump back in and create new episodes because I know I won't be wasting time. So I don't think it's going to be within the next two months. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be uh, in Q1. My, my guesses are either, well, possibly the very end of Q1 or the uh, beginning, middle of Q2. Right when we see the weather also warming up, uh, I don't think it's going to be timed because of that. But I think they might be shooting for that as a goal because then, you know, with the flu and snow and everything going on, depending on where you live, if they launched Prime right now, you wouldn't get as much activity as if you have it during a better time. But I know they've they're still doing a lot on the coding side. If you've seen the videos that were coming out from the last anomaly series where they weren't clicking into certain apps and they weren't clicking into certain sections to show you, that kind of gives you a hint of how much coding work probably still needs to be done uh, and how much design work still needs to be done to have it uh, fully working. So my, my guess, if I'm going to give you a date, um, <laughs> part of me thinks it would be great if they released it on April 1st. <laughs> that would, that would be, no one would believe it was actually released. Um, <laughs> I'm going to shoot. So I guess this would technically be the end of end of Q uh, end of end of Q1. I'm going to say pro, I'm going to say last week in March. I'm, if I'm going to give a specific date, I want to say March 28th for some reason. Okay, that's going to be my 29th. guess. Yeah. Okay. This is going to be like in Waterboy when she calls the end end of the score and just looks over because she knows it's rigged. But so, do you think <laughs> trying to pay um, Ruth it? Uh, people who went to Navarro are supposed to get in the beta i believe is they've said in the past do you think they'll start the beta at the next navarro and that would lead up into when the release is that would be memorial day weekend uh which would put us in may and i'm i'm just so, because i hate sitting and not doing anything on this i don't want to wait that long right uh, aside from just having the new game um yeah there's so there's a rumor that navarro people will get that and uh, I have definitely sent uh, Andrew some messages <laughs> <laughs> uh, on on things, and uh, I I'm hoping it's done before Navarro. I'm really hoping that the beta is done before Navarro, just because depending on how long it sits in beta mode, it could be a little little while where there's like a month of people playing the new version, a month of people playing the old version. And I could, if I was one of the people that didn't have access, I went to Navarro, but if I was one of those people that didn't have access to the beta uh, while everyone else was playing, I would be very upset. Right. I would just be like, I would be almost foaming at the mouth. Just like, I want to just release. It's mostly just release. Ironically, they'd be like, just release the buggy product. Uh, <laughs> well, and I think it, it only benefits them to say, uh, at least get um, creators like you into the beta so you can start working on videos to have them ready to go when it is released. Because the more people who see it and see the cool stuff, the more it could get other people to play. And that just benefits them. Gets people well, excited. I, I, I actually I pitched that idea to Andrew, which is why I've been pinging him back and forth. Is like, hey, can I, can I, you know, I'd, I'd like to do a series on the new. Can I, can I get beta? And he's, he's like, he's like, it's not, no, not, not right now, not right now. It's not, it's not. He's like, it's not ready. And I haven't talked to him in in a while um, about it because I was, I didn't want to be that guy who's sending him the same message every week. Like, <laughs> so now is it, is it ready now? He's like, I'll get back to you um when when it's uh when it's when he can give me anything if possible at all so that's what i'm hoping happens and i'm hoping one of the things i agree to if i do get beta access and no one else has it i won't tell anyone 
um, is one of the things I'm willing to agree to, uh, just because I think it's more important to have, and this is, if someone else did this as well, I'd be fine with it. If someone else was handling tutorials, but I think it's very important to have a good tutorial, uh, with the launch of 2.0 because of those exact reasons you were saying. And, you know, I've just done it before in the past a lot, but the in-game tutorials are pretty, they still leave people wanting. Right. And, and having video walkthroughs, I also, um, you know, the Smurfling lessons is another great for written. If you prefer the written thing, Fev games for like dictionary style stuff is there's all these great resources that you end up going to because the in-game ones in the past have, have been, uh, basically how to walk tutorials and <laughs> about that's been about it. So, <laughs> well, Hey, uh, Brent, uh, should we tell them? Yeah. Tell, uh, okay. Um, so Andrew already gave us the beta, uh, and he told us um, not to give it to you. Uh, everybody else is um, is. Uh, Let me just go ahead and just <laughs> stab, stab, stab. That is, that is so mean, Mister Fullerton. Just epically mean. But it's perfect segue into uh, this. What's in the capsule? What is in the capsule this week? And this is the segment where we talk about what we should, uh, what people want to add in the game or subtract or change or modify, whatever, uh, dive into the code and rename some variables and compile it and see what happens. I don't know. So let's talk about our awesome ideas and our not so awesome ideas. <laughs> um, you must have read mine uh, already. And let's begin with Colin, because you probably have some awesome ideas. I, there's ones I've had kicking around forever, and some of them are like personal complaint ones where they would be easy to fix, uh, and I've brought them up time and time again. So things like the, I mentioned the Eve Recruiter badge, which a lot of people probably aren't familiar with. If you have, if you are playing on iOS, you probably don't know about it. Um, when iOS, the version launched, it was originally only on Android. When it launched, you got a badge if you recruited three people verified that it were iOS players. And that doesn't count towards recruiter badge. So in protest, I am perma-locking recruiter badge. I'm never going to get it until they make the Eve medal worth the three people for recruiter that they already verified I got. Um, so there's, yeah. some small, there's some small things like that. Um, I do... I do like, uh, there's some things where I, th- I think uh, a small shift in the way that they're done can, can change some frustrating game dynamics. So, uh, Sojourner, um, is, is wonderful on many levels, but I think having your total number of days hacked is very helpful for people who might have unfortunate circumstances befall them if you end up in like the hospital or if you end up in something. So I lost, uh, I lost my sojourner. I have huge problems with depression and I was hospitalized for depression. And you know what makes you really depressed is coming out of the hospital and losing your sojourner badge. <laughs> so mm. having it be total number of days hacked or things like, you know, same thing with we're looking at shifts in guardian badge where you change the dynamic of how it's calculated well, being able to keep the thing. So, you know, things with Guardian where it might be, you know, if you can recapture the same portal within a week, it restarts the count or something like that. Um, <clears throat> or total number of days that you've held a portal, but not consecutively, where those changes will help relieve some of the 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 stresses and some of the issues that we encounter as players beyond just being a cool new feature, but actually relieving a pain point. 
Yeah. No, that actually makes a good point with like Guardian. Like, why not just make it the total number of days you have a single portal captured? Like, maybe not the total, you know, but that one portal. So you could go back and recapture it and it would just keep ticking up then. And if someone took it, it stops the counter. But if you go back and take it, it keeps counting up again. And then, so what if people take it? That's the game. That's the whole point (laughs) of it. Yeah, it doesn't destroy Great that idea. dynamic of encouraging people to capture portals because portals should change hands. That's the idea. But to me, a, a guardian is something where you care about it. You still want it to be able to change hands for the sake of the game dynamic. But if you care about it, you're keeping that. That like that's that's your portal. That's your home portal. That's your desk portal. That's your work portal. That's the uh, portal that's right out the front of your side piece's apartment, and that's uh, an important portal to you. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, because then it, you're not hunting out this portal in the middle of nowhere that someone's going to spoof down later on. It, it's something, like you said, you care about and it's in your neighborhood. And it, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Love it. Yeah. What about you, Agent Soho? <clears throat> so, uh, so I talked about uh, in previous episodes how it would be nice to have some kind of indication that you own a portal so that you could just simply. I mean, there's a million reasons why you'd want to see a map and know what portals you own. But, um, but this week I, I realized that I would also like to know what resonators I own. So a little visual indication, like maybe a glow or an outline or something. So to, to know what, to, to be able to know what resonator is owned by you, you have to click a portal. Uh, you click into it. And then when you see that when you see the screen, it doesn't show you the name. You still have to say deploy status. And then there's actually a lag time. You have to wait for the name tags to appear. So multiply that by twelve times. And how much time have you just spent waiting to know how many, you know, resonators you have in a in a dense downtown area? And this is what I what I realized this week, just going downtown every day. Um, and that's just. Um, it seems like there should be a better, more efficient way to do that. Uh, so instead of having to click all the way down and everything, how about just something, something visual on the, you know, and I'm talking about Ingress Prime here, of course, but you know, some sort of a visual cue. If you look out into a landscape and all the little tiny uh, resonators are, are um, there, there's something different about them, and those are yours. So that would be that would be my idea. Maybe put your face on the resonator. <laughs> Heavy little face, right? There. <laughs> little emoji. And then you see everybody's little <laughs> avatar faces on the different resonators. Oh, it's, right. you didn't put the eight on this one. Right? Yeah. see your face. <laughs> Although, pro cool. tip, you can save about 15% of time if you do the long press and just slide over to deploy versus clicking into portal and then clicking on to deploy resonators from there. Depending on the speed of your phone, it's usually about 15%. Mm-hmm. So it's not a perfect fix. But in the meantime... I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll have to remember that next That's time. one of those ones where I sat down and I was timing it with phones for an episode. Like I had a bunch of different phones out. I was like, well, how fast is this with like a GoPro on high speed? I think about 15. You lost your job, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel it's about cool. podcasting, Colin? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my podcast I'll be doing will be much different. Much different. Are you gonna? Are you spinning up a new podcast? Uh, I've been debating it for a long time because it's it's – not at all family friendly deliberately. And so there's like no monetization options whatsoever. There's uh, I do stand up comedy and there's a joke known as the aristocrats, which among comedians is known as the dirtiest joke ever told. Yeah, and I want to just make a new version of that 
every week, like a 10 minute version every week. So it would be completely like no one's going to even Playboy would be like, yeah, we we can't support this. (laughs) (laughs) So that keeps holding me off. But I'm like, "Eh, one of these days I'm going to I've got the equipment. I'm going to get drunk in front of a microphone. It's going to be tape like 10 episodes up front. (laughs) Sounds great. (laughs) I'll I'll subscribe. So and be horrified. And in the capsule this week, uh, this is kind of long and we're running short, but I'll try to get through it. So OPR, like I've just recently been doing more OPR, like on the level 12, like going in and, you know, approving and denying and all that crap. But it really opened my eyes to when I was level 11 or below, I had no clue what a portal should be, really. I mean, I kind of had an idea, but really you go by, you know, following people to the mess hall like what is already a portal that's like what you look around for and that's why there's so many crap submissions so i think they should turn it around in a a level 11 open opr to level 11s make them take the quiz before they can actually submit portals and then let them actually actually uh, work on their recon badge but there's uh, like approvals and denies don't actually count for anything at that point. It's just more of a lesson, like learning the system, what should be right, what should be wrong. And really, if they added in something um, to tell you, okay, no, this was, you really should have picked this for this portal or what all these other agents picked this, you should have picked it to teach people what is good. And then maybe if you get to great before level 12, start counting, um, towards submissions. And then of course at level 12, if you're still in good standing, you know, start like usual, but I think that would really help out the uh, poor portal submissions. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think uh, so. Better. I think so. And I mean, we had that's a good idea. I don't have any, uh, any criticism or, <laughs> or gripes or anything. I'm like, yeah, you should, they should do that. <laughs> well, good. It's, it's in, I think I'll send that message over to Andrew. <laughs> Uh, so we also got a Twitter, I believe this is on Twitter. Let's see, Agent Dewey J. Actually, no, that's a different one. Uh, mm-hmm. Finny McFinger has a weekly idea. Auto link mod. If two portals have this mod and are linked to from a third common portal, a link is automatically created, assuming full resonators and no blockers. And then one week, uh, Finney will have an idea for something that isn't a mod. <laughs> and so if you're watching the video, you can see a little better uh, what I totally horrifyingly uh, read out incorrectly in awkward <laughs> ways that probably confused everyone. One of the things looking at that and, and a lot of these, a lot of the things uh, that they end up having to make decisions on for, for mods and whatnot, not only in the econo- game economy, but I'm wondering how much that would tax a server uh, how because it would then have to with an auto link mod query things. I'm wondering. I love the idea. I'm just wondering if there's an easy way to implement that without exploding in <laughs> <laughs> uh, Intel making an Intel CPU have an actual meltdown. Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, they would have to brace for it if they really went to implement all these crazy new mods, which I hope they do. <laughs> I hope they have like thirty to fifty mods. Like, I want a whole selection. I, w- I want that to be a kind of a mini game. Like, hmm, what mod is good in this situation? And then you have teams of people doing all these specific um, tasks and stuff with all these specialized mods. I think it would really change the game. But this is an interesting one because it closes it closes the um, 
the field that by auto linking a third yeah. one, I, I see now what it does. Um, so I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan of just um, increasing the amount of specific specificity, specificity, something like that. A new word, but it's a word. Um, because I think if you keep the the game so broad, I, I don't I don't know. I, I want it to really. I want people to focus in. I want like specialized teams. I keep thinking of you know like a SWAT team coming in, right? And everybody has their own their own skill and their own task when when they breach a house or whatever it is they're doing. That's what I want to see Ingress do. I want to see a team of people and everybody has their, a certain role. You know, that'd be really really exciting. <laughs> so we also have one here. This one's from uh, LA Southern three twenty eight on Twitter. Says on a s- idea on a scaling factor, a certain number of agents on a team will have to charge at least one of the three anchors of a field relative to its size by the first or last checkpoint of the day. If the agent daily charge quota hasn't been met, field drops. So a small uh, field would require one agent, a medium field, two agents, a large four, a city bath, six agents or some variant. This would encourage teamwork and help prevent cities from being locked up by a, a large fields that prevent agents from fielding. Wow. This is a very interesting way to deal with hard access and BGAN portals. Um, just curious. I wonder how they define uh, the number of people necessary. Just how active people players in the last, last month, last week, last day. Right. Uh, and I, I left out. I think that part, I think they were saying by uh, MU of the field. So a certain amount of MU would dictate the size of the field for how many people would need, I guess. <laughs> Everyone's calling, Jerry, quick, we need we need the 14th person. It's going to go down. Right. <laughs> Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> and this yeah. next one here is from Blue Ox. Idea for Prime. It may have been brought up already, but open up higher levels. It's time. What do you mm, think? Is it time for higher right. levels? Level 17, level uh, all the way to uh, 24 or something like that. 25, 24, something. I wonder if they, like, one level at a time. Like, open you up mean like a, 17 and let people work towards that. Oh, just one. Yeah, because these are long levels if you think about it. And, you know, like World of Warcraft, right, for the last decade, they do 10 levels at a time. Because it's really no big deal to to get those ten levels, but it's a big deal to get one level in ingress. So I could see, unless they scale back, unless they, you know, tweak the the AP and the numbers and stuff. I mean, they could possibly do that. So interestingly, uh, this was about I want to say three years ago, and this got corrected later on. There was a video of Oliver Linton Wolf where he announced that level 17 and 18 were coming. So that was a lower level set. It was only going to be a couple levels released. Now, uh, they th- it ended up being changed. And uh, Andrew's explanation when I uh, grilled him about it, because we were, we were live on air doing Brooklyn, and someone asked when higher levels were going to be. And I was like, oh, well, Oliver Linden Wolf, I start getting these, his hands are just waving from across. I'm like, no, that's not good anymore. And his explanation was, uh, you can't trust Oliver Linden Wolf. Uh, <laughs> but so I, I think if, if you do see a level release, it is going to be not eight levels again. Because if we look at what they're planning on, at least back before some sort of change happened, it was a couple levels at a time. So I wouldn't be surprised if you just got like a 1718 and then maybe after that, just a 1920. 
I think yep. that makes sense. Make complete sense. So would moving on to comms because uh, we're running out of time and um, we've got tons of comms. We may actually have to skip some from next week. Uh, so let's do some comms. Comms, 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 comms. Comms, comms, comms. All right. So, uh, what, what we got foist? First, we have a call in from, uh, Agent Dewey. Cool. Hi, guys. Dewey J from the Central Illinois Resistance. Something for what's in the capsule. I know a lot of times Oops. I may have like a lot of eight resonators and maybe a few seven, but I'll be low on fives and fours and things like that. And when you solo, uh, deploy, you run out of them. So what about a gear splitter? It would run something like a fracker it, on a uh, time limit. And whenever you run it up, then it will ask you what you want to split. So you might choose like an L8 resonator, and then it will present you with levels below that, like 7.6 down, and you choose that, and it'll do the math. So if you take a level 8 resonator and you want to split it, and you choose, say, a four, you'll get a four and a four. Or maybe if you want to get more fives, take that eight and then you choose a five and you get a five and a three. So just something to help out. Thanks. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I would totally use it. I can't really think of the top of my head how that would break the game, but uh, I, I, I like that idea. Go for that. Can't go for that. Nope. <laughs> can't go for that. <laughs> Okay. Yes, can do. <laughs> so some real comms here then. We've got um, uh, Alistair Gilthlin, <coughs> and sorry for butchering the name. Oh, says, I thought Alistair. the URL instead of the raw passcode was really original idea. It added more reward than the items or a fully redeemed message, and everyone that successfully decodes it gets to see it. Either way, I'm really loving the show, guys, and I'm also getting the locals in Sydney into it for various reasons. That's oh yeah, cool. he's he's referring to last week's um, secret uh, encoded passcode that we put in there. So yay, congrats! <laughs> and I'm just gonna kind of move through these because we got okay. quite a few. Okay. This one here is from K Fort. Says IITC makes it much easier for planning big ops. However, it is doable with just standard Intel, just much harder to share the information because you can't copy and paste the whole draw and standard Intel. You can only copy and paste 40 links. Uh, mm-hmm. Jay Ray says to Brent's comment, speed locking lasts longer. If you continuously attempt to trigger actions, even if your speed falls below the threshold. So by being patient and waiting just a bit before you attempt, uh, you'll get to do it. Mm-hmm. Ryan Albright says, hey, guys, love the show. Agent Stink Eye, the Stink Eye here. I fly all the time and your speed locked in the air and usually cell service is lost above 6,000 feet. Even if you're logged on to Wi-Fi, you're going too fast and speed locked. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that. <laughs> it has been airplanes have been used, though, in the past, including your anomalies. So you just got to have a really good skill shot and only go one one time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just once. And Iron Angel Forge says another fun episode and thank the shapers and server for goodies. I showed this to a buddy and he commented that with the background fading to blue at the right, it makes it look like Agent Soho is either a res agent or a spy. Rock on, agents. 
It's true. I'm a spy. Oops. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't have said that. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh, another one from uh, Dewey J. Dewey J here for comms. In our area, we have a number of portals that don't really match up with what was submitted four or five years ago. For example, in a nearby town, they have a section that has sculptors, sculptures uh, and statues, totally different things, along uh, the streets. The city allows the artists to sell the works, and it seems like they also rotate the works every year or two. So you end up with a portal name and picture that does not reflect what is at the location? For example, one portal, the go-go dancer has a picture of a great big metal statue of a go-go dancer years ago. The statue was there, but it has been sold or rotated out. And now there's an abstract artwork statue there. Uh, what would you think about putting portal corrections and changes <coughs> into OPR? How do we make this better? Yeah, there, there is actually a trick on that. There's, from what I understand, contractually, the original historic database ones that were put into ingress to seed ingress, there's a contract that doesn't allow those locations to be changed. So they'd have to with they'd have to withhold those specific portal changes and only allow portal changes from portals that were submitted. And I don't know if the database is honestly that divided up. Uh, I'm sure they could manually figure a way to do that, but that's a little. That might be why they haven't done something like that. Just for anyone that's wondering. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good info. I knew I got him on the show for a reason. <laughs> uh, next one here from Nefo9 says, so I'm new to Ingress. Can't believe it took me this long, LOL. But I was wondering if I take a portal, will it stay in my possession until it gets taken over? Or do I have to go to it every day to keep control of it? You want to answer that one, Eric? Um, you weren't paying attention. Uh, my dog ran up to me. I'm like, uh-oh. I did that on purpose. Uh, <laughs> no, well, you have to recharge it. So your portal, the resonators on it, will slowly uh, degrade uh, over time. And if you don't recharge it, you will lose that portal. It will become neutral again. But you don't have to go every day. And you can do it from home if you have a key. Or other people has keys. They might do it for you. If you're as long as you live close enough, <laughs> there's it's uh, you have to live within 500 kilometers of it for every one agent level that you have. So if if you t- if you took a portal in like uh, Maryland and then was trying to recharge it from Texas at level two, not going to work. Mm-hmm. That will be way too far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have I have some of those from Europe that I was like, oh, you're just going to have to die. <laughs> <laughs> right close by yeah go recharge this and uh we cannot um leave the fish tank today without talking about the goldfish in the tank but this also (laughs) is way too much info with the short time we're running so we'll we'll get more on this later and you can go to episode 11 of the podcast and see the comments there there's a ton of great information It, it opened my eyes and uh really clarified some stuff you can do some investigating of your own as well as checking out the wordpress on the information and make up your mind about goldfish what it was and and what it is and um what it did and um if it was uh scraping data and really it's getting kind of past that like it doesn't really pass the test like colin was saying i I don't think in my opinion either regardless of how the data was entered at this point uh something's very fishy with it see what i did hey oh i see what you did there 
Carpe. Hashtag gold faction. <laughs> oh, is that new info? Did Andrew tell you something? That's a new I, I, Oh, new yeah, faction. I wish. I wish. Do you want a third faction? Uh, it would be tricky at this point in time to, to have uh, a new faction pop up like that because it's kind of the same thing when you saw the Ingress players migrate over to Pokemon Go. Like a lot of the Resistance players were like, oh, we'll just pick blue. And then the Enlightened players were like, well, we don't have a green option. So you kind of have, uh, it would be, it would be tricky to have people change factions now and to have the balance not suddenly go where there's only like 10% of people on one faction. They're just getting hammered. So unless everyone had to suddenly choose new factions and you couldn't choose your old faction, it was a weird shuffle game. Oh, jeez. I think that would be the end of the game for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know a way that you could introduce that without breaking the game. Yeah. I, I'm really kind of worried that they will because especially if they do red, like that's my, my color. So if they did that, I would be like, ah, oh, what do I do? Uh, and oh, like, yeah, you I couldn't leave green at this point, change. you know? Mm-hmm. So, they should just make colors no one wants. Like this is a chartreuse. <laughs> this is Bernstein. <laughs> We'll see what you do with this now. <laughs> and and we are running uh pretty long, so we're gonna cut this short today. I do want to um I guess there was nothing else really in com, so we'll just go ahead and talk about the outro stuff. Uh first, we gotta say thank you to our guest. Incredible. Absolutely. Hulk. Happy to come on. And um, people, that everyone listening or watching should go now to ColinWilliams.com. Did I? Uh, it's, it's comic Colin. Colin Williams is taken. I have a very, very sadly easy name, uh, but it was taken. So comic Colin with two L's.com. Um, I think almost all my websites always link to each other. So embrace ingression uh, is the website for the ingress stuff and the ingress tutorials and that has a link that says do not click here and that will take you to my personal website <laughs> so you were warned ahead of time if you click on it <laughs> but i, I covers. tell people now go to comic uh there's a lot of really cool stuff there uh the music you do with cold fusion uh really some cool stuff like so Thank people you. go watch it uh the comedy is gold there's some uh incredible stuff you need to get my suicide note down here in alabama uh, don't be scared we have a new uh <laughs> club down here uh that would be great i think for you i'll, I'll have to check that because i was planning on doing florida sometime hopefully in the late year so maybe maybe at alabama as a stop yeah fl- fly in and we'll get you in in the uh, studio live at that. Point. Oh yeah, we'll d- definitely go out and do some videos if you if you make it here for sure. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Thank you. And take you to a Circle K. Maybe go look yeah, for some illegal labyrinths. Want to sit there? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> now I too shall be frustrated by unredeemable fast codes. <laughs> I'll even let you scan the code to see if you get a code, and then I'll cry. <laughs> so, are you still on tour? You got more tour dates coming up, or are you kind of in a, a break? Um, so I just finished up the, the, the last leg and then I'm trying to set up dates for, I had to figure out some scheduling stuff. So dates will be upcoming. Those will be on the, uh, the My Suicide Note website, which the My Suicide Note, it's so far, I just finished up, um, at Tucson's Fringe Festival and, it's one thing I love tooting my own horn as much as possible, but I was getting, I got an email from one of the people that works for the festival, 
um, is actually directs it. And she's like, so I'm not supposed to pick favorites, but I just want you to know I love the show. It's a very deep interpersonal stand-up comedy. So it's not like if you've watched like Brian Regan or something like that online, it's not it's not family friendly, admittedly. If you've ever seen stuff from Christopher Titus, he had a show on Fox for three seasons. Um, it's more al- along with that. So it's it's a sh- comedy show that people are like laughing and crying at, but <laughs> loving so far. And it's suicide note dot me is the website for that. And don't pull it up around children or at work. <laughs> Especially if you work around children, then you're really. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But again, thank you so much uh, for, for this has been uh, just a, a special uh, show for uh, me as well. I've been watching your stuff for a long time. So. Well, and thank you guys for picking up the torch because I know, as I mentioned, you know, I'm holding off on some new stuff. I know uh, behind the scanners kind of fizzled out as well. So having someone, uh, having some people that are are taking up the the mantle of, of keeping the community going, that's really why Ingress exists. Isn't because of the game; it's because of the community. So thank you guys for for grabbing the next relay torch. And, and running with it. <laughs> Thank you. And hopefully we'll get to uh, meet up sometime at Anomaly or, or something at uh, uh, Down oh, the Comic Club. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else, thank One you so much for watching again this week. We appreciate it. Everybody, all the, the sponsors, followers, and people who have submitted content for the show. We will get to your submissions next week that we didn't get to this week, as well as your new ones. You can submit those. Tweet us at Agent Academy. Also, speakpipe.com slash Agent Academy to leave audio messages. And you can join our Telegram channel, Agent Academy, and join the discussion there as well. There's some awesome stuff. There's some awesome links that we didn't get to. We're going to get to those in the next show. And um, I don't know. There may be a code involved somewhere. You'll have to figure that one out as well. But uh, <laughs> see you all next time. Bye. Destroy, deploy, enjoy. Enjoy.